can we work as a team without having to worry about death by committee? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. We're up to the Torah portion of Chaye Sarah, the portion in which we have Avraham having to deal with purchasing the burial spot for his wife, Sarah, and he comes to the locals, the family of Chait, the Chitites, B'nei Ches, and he tells them he would like the Maras Machpela, the cave, now the famous tomb in Hebron, and he'd like to purchase that spot. And the people tell him, no worries, everybody will be willing to give you whatever you want. Nobody will stand in your way. And the next line has Avram asking if he can be directed to somebody named Ephron, who is the owner of this particular spot, and discussing with him his desire for this territory. The question is that he was just told, no worries, open door, whatever you want is yours. So simply he should say, okay, this is what I want. And yet he wants to highlight the particular individual with whom he must now negotiate. Commentaries explain, and I saw that Roy Frand in a uh, brief piece related to this Parsha uh, adds an element to this, that Avraham recognized when they're talking as a group collectively and they're saying, no worries, everybody's happy to give you, then that everybody is always everybody but me, someone else. When he'll say, okay, I like this territory. Oh, well, uh, not that one, because that's mine. Everybody, everybody's ready to give you, everybody's ready to do, everybody's ready to provide, so long as it doesn't obligate me, does not obligate each individual. It's easy to be talking collectively in very broad terms because that's outside of myself, anticipating this won't cause me any stress or distress. It's the other. And Avraham recognizes the truth that rather than allow them to deflect this, he wants to talk directly to the party who can make the difference. The reality is that we often are in situations on the other side where it's not our approaching the group and being deflected, but we are part of the group and trying to figure out how to make things work as part of a group without the risk that we are just allowing the concept of the group to take off the burden of my personal responsibility. We have a concept, actually, two different elements of concern when it's a group. One is that, you know, I'll just comment, okay, as a team, we're going to do this. As an institution, we're going to accomplish this. As a board, we're going to, but I'm not in any way taking personal responsibility. And the opposite issue, the phraseology in the Talmud is that the Kedera de Beishutfi, when you have a pot that belongs to a partnership, it ends up never being hot or cold. Each individual, when too many people have access to the thermostat, you know what things are like when each person's upping it down, up, down, constant shift. And when you have a committee involved, sometimes you have the opposite approach that everybody's involved to their liking and rather than the best interest of what really is the ultimate collective best outcome. So how do we protect? How do we have situations where we can operate as a team, operate collectively, and see to it that we are properly having individuals take responsibility and without everybody being involved only to the degree that their best interest is served, and then we end up without a quality final product. So I would 
suggest and theorize we think in the following ways and really eager to get your input as always at tacklescoaching at gmail.com in terms of the following when i am sitting in that committee and i am potentially let's make it this scenario i am the the chairman of a board i'm the head of a committee i am the uh, individual who is seen as having the capacity to delegate dole out responsibilities am i doing so am i turning this over to somebody else because of the fact that I see them as likely to have the right talents and tools and resources to accomplish, or perhaps I'm trying to inspire them because this really would be an area of growth for them to take on such a task and such a job, or am I simply trying to unburden myself and take off any responsibility and get someone else to do my dirty work? Is the delegating in the best interest of the outcome of the project or the development of the individual to my delegate? Or is this simply a function of my being a little bit less dedicated than I should be to this cause? If, in fact, we can try to measure when we turn to others or when I just deflect it to the team and I say it will get done, if my not immediately trying to take some personal responsibility. If my not immediately trying to think which tasks over here should I be assigning myself, if I'm not doing that, I better have a good reason as to why I am either pushing this onto a particular individual or leaving it out there to the crowd. And if I can't come up with one, and I'm voting that this is what we should collectively be doing, I must at that moment be trying to do something to make this real for myself. A term that I came across once, which I think can be relevant over here, is we should always be trying to either aspire or inspire. I should either be trying to aspire to my personal excellence, which means to do that which I can do for the sake of whatever cause, whatever good, whatever we're planning, whatever we're trying to accomplish. I should be aspiring or I should be inspiring. If I'm turning this away or I'm going to leave this outside of myself, it should be that this is really a, a calculated move to try to get the others to do what they can and should be doing. If I'm not inspiring, then I should be aspiring or this wasn't something that I should be endorsing. If I'm endorsing, this is a project we should do. This is a, a fundraising element we should take upon ourselves. This is a family um, project that we should get involved in. This is a communal endeavor we should do. And I'm voting for that. And I'm not willing to either aspire or inspire then my vote was really a just declaration of something that reflects kind of a pipe dream and nothing that has any solidity. And I can't blame the rest when this thing doesn't happen. If there's a death by committee because there's too many people and no one taking responsibility or too many people competing for different elements and no shared vision, then that from the get-go was not a good project to endorse. What Avram recognized when the people of the populace just said, it'll be available, no one's going to stand in your way, and it was easy for them to talk that talk because no individual had anything, any demands upon himself. He has to try to find the individual that I can turn to and say, look, it's between me and you right now. Are you ready to do this for me? Of course, Ephron greedily only did so when it was in his exceedingly personal best interest and not trying to do so for Avram's sake, that was a failure on Efron's part. 
because the key message we have over here is that before even getting to that Ephron, the this beautiful declaration of all these people was so meaningless because of the fact that there was no personal responsibility. If we can take personal responsibility, and at times that includes the responsibility to not do everything ourselves because A, it simply won't work, we'll end up falling under that burden, or B, it will simply deprive others of their really true place within this project and of their personal growth and of the ultimate best interests of the broader community. If we can learn to aspire or inspire, or let's say both, properly aspire and inspire, then we will collectively ourselves and those with whom we interface as individuals and in those community settings, all be the type of people who will be far more likely to achieve our tackles.